0: You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037TheBuzz and 1037TheBuzz.com. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence into the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's really time to perform. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com. And for more details and important information, be sure to visit the website. We've also got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free. When you use our promo code Locked On at checkout, just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast. Hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. It, it maybe didn't go the way we wanted it to in the SEC tournament, but you know what? We're not even going to talk about it. It doesn't matter. It's over. It's done with. Finat. Finished. Whatever. Now we're moving on to the big thing, the big dance, the NCAA tournament as we know exactly how it's going to play out. Well, I mean, not how it's going to play out, but at least we know where the games are going to be, who Arkansas is going to play and all the other games in the first round and all that fun stuff. Arkansas is officially a three-seed. Not surprising. Good to see that they didn't get punished for losing to LSU. And honestly, I'll, I wondered if Arkansas would have won the SEC championship game. Would they have actually gotten to a two-seed? I don't I don't know. But either way, three-seed. And they will be facing off against the Colgate Raiders, who are a 14 seed. And that game will be at 11.45 a.m. this upcoming Friday on True TV. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out what channel True TV is on if I'm going to watch this. Actually, I'm going to watch it because I'm going to be there. I'll, I'll give you more updates on that throughout the rest of the week. But it's very exciting. It's very exciting times for Razorback Basketball. And now is where the bread and butter is made. Now is when it's put up or shut up time for the Razorbacks. The Hogs opened up as a nine and a half point favorite in this game, and uh, we're going to be joined by Matt Zimmerman actually later in the podcast, and he'll give us his thoughts and opinions on the draw and the matchup and all that. But here's, here's my whole thing about Arkansas and the NCAA tournament, and something that I've made mention throughout the regular season, but something I need to emphasize now. None of this None of this matters. None of what you accomplish this season matters if you don't show up in the NCAA tournament. You have to win this game. There's no questions asked. There's no if ands, buts, or about it. You have to win this game. If you don't, it'll be a national embarrassment. You have to win this game. If you win this game, you'll face the winner of Texas Tech and Utah State. Both two teams that are really good and quality and talented and deserving of being where they're at can probably go up against Arkansas a little bit. Texas Tech kind of worries me just because we know Chris Beard's a phenomenal coach. But you're still in a position where you should win those games. You're better than both of those teams. That's why you're the three seed, and they're not. And if you win that one, then we can start discussing about matchups and everything. But my point is, is that you can't go home early. Arkansas can't go home after this weekend. Can't happen. They have to stay up in Indianapolis for two weekends. Or the season is considered to be not a failure, certainly a disappointment. Because what you pulled off in the regular season was phenomenal. How you played in the regular season was better than any of us predicted. I mean, seriously. It was better than any of us predicted. And when you got to that point, you showcased just how good of a basketball team you are. It's all going to be in vain if you don't showcase that same type of ability in the NCAA tournament. Because we know it's been a long time since Arkansas has been there. We know the pressure's on them. And pressure's on Eric Musselman. And maybe it's unfair. Maybe it's too much. But we still know that they're the ones that are going to have to get it done against Colgate. But the thing is, is you are a good enough team to go to the Sweet 16 at least. You're a good enough team to go into the NCAA tournament and show off just how good you are. You're a good enough team for that. So now it's just about you showing it. You have great players. You have great depth. You have great coaching. You have experienced guys. You have an experienced coaching staff. You got all the pieces for it. And if you can go in and go to the Sweet 16, the season overall will be a tremendous success. Like, it's one thing to say it'll be a success, but I'm talking about like it'll be the best Razorback basketball season this millennium, and it won't even be close, and everyone will point back to this year how how much fun it was that you made it to the Sweet 16. Everything past the Sweet 16 that you are able to accomplish is just bonus points. It's icing on the cake. It's, it's just stuff that makes it even sweeter and even better, and I hope that they continue to win it all, and, and that'd be great, but I'm also a realist sometimes. And I believe that if Arkansas is good enough to get to the sweet 16, then maybe they are truly good enough to make a final four. But again, that's that's going to be happening here in a couple weeks if it happens. But to me it has to happen. It has to happen. Arkansas has to get to that second weekend. I think Eric Musselman will have opportunities as coach at Arkansas to get back to that point. Like, this isn't like, oh, the one-year time that's going to be here and this is it, and if you don't do it here, it's it's over, it's done with, it's it's never going to happen. It's not to that point. But part of me believes that if Arkansas is able to pull it off and get to the Sweet 16, then they can build upon it for years to come, especially in recruiting. And it will be able to send all these seniors off on the right note. it will be able to send Moses Moody off on the right note. And it'll showcase that other players out there, whether it's recruits coming out of high school or possible transfers that are looking to become eligible immediately and ones that are highly sought after transfers, it'll show, hey, this is the place to come. Yeah, you may, you may have other options, but this is the place to be because look what we do with our transfers. Look what we do with our true freshmen. Look what we do and how we play the game because it's fun, fast, and phonetic. And it's really close to the way that a lot of NBA teams play. Look at what we do. That's going to be the biggest key to it all. And if you can do it on the national stage in the NCAA tournament, that's where the money is made. Guess we'll wait and see, won't we? We're going to be joined by Matt Zimmerman here in just a little bit. But first, folks, I'm going to tell you about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NCAA tournament is here. March Madness is here. And you got to make some money on them. You're going to be filling out brackets and all that stuff. But get your real time updated odds and props and almost anything you can imagine. And betonline.ag has it all covered for you. Head to the website right now and using your mobile device, or you can use their app and use promo code LOCKED ON. And you'll receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code LOCKED ON for 50% off your welcome to bo- deposit, uh, for bonus deposit. And make sure that you go to betonline.ag because they are your online sportsbook experts.
1: Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks
0: podcast. All right, the excitement of the NCAA tournament is surmounting, and it is a lot of fun here on this podcast to be able to bring it to you and to talk about it and to give you coverage on I'm going to be heading up to Indianapolis. I'm kind of pumped for uh, hopefully a long time because the longer they're there and the longer I'm there, the longer they're there and more success that they're having. So hopefully – that continues to be the case, and there's no better person than to talk about the NCAA tournament as well as Arkansas and their chances and uh, what it looks like for them than the coach on the broadcast that you'll hear alongside Chuck Barrett as a color commentator on the Razorback IMG College Network, and that is Coach Matt Zimmerman. So let's go to the phone lines and welcome him in Coach. Appreciate you joining us, man. How's it feel to be back in the NCAA tournament?
1: Oh, it's nice, John. Good to be back, Joe. Good to be on with y'all. And- Great to uh, see the hogs back on there. You know, it was 2018, I guess, uh, was the last time uh, when Daniel was a freshman. And in uh, 19, you don't make it, you're an NIT team. And then 20, you know, there was no tournament. And we, you know, I don't know if we'd have been in it or not. So it's nice, 2021. 20, and not only are you in it, you put yourself in a tremendous space to run through that wide open door that we've been talking about. That door is wide open. And when you're a three seed, you got a much greater chance to get through that door than you do when you're an eight or a nine or a 10 or an 11. So hogs hard work is paid off with a great speed and a great opportunity going into, into the NCAA tournament. And those, those first games, I like to call them the first four, because I know you said play in day, but they, they are in, they're in, those, those teams are in the tournament and they, they deserve that. But, I, you know, the play-in game, that's, that's up to you. You're going a little rough on them.
0: There, but the play-in <laughs>
1: game. So I, I like to say the first four. But I agree with you. You remember for a little while, John, that when they first started those games, they called that the first round. And yes. then they called the round of 64 the second round. That just confused everybody.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I
1: agree with you 100%. The games Friday and Saturday, those are the first round. When there's 64 teams and you're cutting it to 32, that's the first round. So well, I like them other games. Those other four games, I like to say those
0: are the first four. Okay, well, I'll, we'll go with that then, Coach. Yours way is a lot <laughs> better than me, so we'll go. We'll go with that. But let, let me ask you though first about Arkansas's first opponent, Colgate, because I know that's what uh, Eric Musselman's focused on. That's the whole thing that the team's focused on. You got to win round one to advance to round two. So just now that you know who Arkansas is playing in Colgate, what do you make of this matchup?
1: Well, I love the matchup for the Razorbacks because. Uh, Colgate, obviously, 14-1. and one. They, They've done some good things. But, they, you know, if they would have played – our bottom teams in our league this year were Texas A&M, Bandy, South Carolina, Auburn, okay, Georgia. And if, if if Colgate would have played any of those four or five teams, that would have been by far the best team they played all season. Okay. So they, they've not seen anything like the Arkansas Razorbacks. And that's not their fault. They didn't get to play in November and December. You know, they didn't get to a non-conference schedule. Patriot League at first wasn't even going to play. They weren't even going to have a season. And then they they scrambled when they saw other people were playing, and they had the season as best they could. And a lot of those teams, you know, didn't participate. Some of them had very limited games. And so here they are coming into the tournament. It's got to be a record, all-time record to make the NCAA tournament. Only have played five schools. No one's ever done that in history, I wouldn't think. And so the fact they've come in here and they've only played five different opponents Nothing against Boston U or Holy Cross, uh, but but that's not – Moses Moody doesn't play there. You know, J.D. <laughs> Notay does not play at Loyola, Maryland. now that's nothing against those schools. That's just a fact. So, I think for Colgate, congratulations, 14-1 and one, Patriot League. But but they're, they're going to see those guys on, on, on Friday at 1145. They're going to be, uh-oh, uh-oh. How am I supposed to guard this guy? And then, you know, they shoot a lot of threes, obviously, and I think – uh, you know they they they've got a couple guards that'll you know kind of penetrate, kick it, and they work the ball around. I, I think they'll really have any. They, I don't think they'll be able to drive. I just don't see them being able to to have the athletic ability, the quickness, the speed, the strength to drive on. I mean, you know, Devonte, Jalen, Tate, Moses—those are long, big guards, and they're they're, they're not going to seen that, and they're going to have a hard time. I just think their offensive rhythm will be way off facing those kind of athletes. So I think first game just. Really sets up great for the Razorbacks. I think of all the, uh, of all the three seeds and who they're playing. You know, I like this matchup as, as much as any of them for a team, just mainly because Colgate had not seen anybody like this. They've, like again, they've not played a Georgia or an Auburn or South Carolina, much less an Arkansas. Well, coach, what can you tell us about Colgate besides we know that they do like to shoot a lot of threes? But have you been able to uh, the coaching? You've been able to break down some film on them. And see look kind of deep into what they're all about. Well I watched some of it just last night and just kind of what was stuff I could get on them and you know they they, they obviously shoot the basketball so well and they they're good passers they're, they're a team that shares the basketball and uh, you know they've got some I think the one thing about them that I was impressed with they just took care of the ball. they weren't they weren't like I watched our game with Army. I want to see their loss. That was one of their losses. So I was able to look some of their game against Army. And there's a game they don't shoot well, and they, they uh, you know turn the basketball over, and then you watch them like their game against Loyola, uh, Loyola Maryland, you know they they're fluid, they they got a rhythm to their offense. If, if they get if the guys get open, you know they they, they knock shots down. They they, they, can, they can shoot the basketball. They do not look uh, they do not look very athletic, you know they they just don't. Um, their Their size is okay. It's, they're not they're not a real big team. Um, and so I I think that for them just the athleticism is going to be is going to be very very difficult. You know they uh, they they just look to me very very average athlete. And I don't know how else to say it uh, without getting myself in trouble. And, <laughs> and so uh, you, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But
1: but uh, you know they they just have some guys that are that look uh, kind of average athlete. And I just don't know how in the world they could stop Arkansas. You know they play man. I guess they're gonna maybe try to have to mix in some zone against the Razorbacks. But you know they got a lot of guys that are six, four, six, five, six, six. They can they can shoot the basketball. And uh, you know the the kid Jordan Burns uh, is a you know a, a San Antonio kid, and uh, he wears number one. He's a little, he's a little guard. You know he's about five eleven or six foot. And uh, so, you know I just think for them, they would just have to just be unconscious shooting the basketball. I just think they would have to be unbelievable to just even to hang in the game with Arkansas. But they're fourteen and one. And they've got, they've done a good job in, in, in the Patriot League. They've won thirteen ball games in a row. Um again, you know, their loss, they did not play well. They lost seventy five, seventy three to to Army and that was in January. You know, they didn't start playing until then, you know, and so they just they just have they just have issues in in, in kind of you know, they can't really they don't throw the ball inside a whole lot and get any buckets. Um, you know, they got a kid, uh, Keegan Records, that'll that'll rebound a little bit. I saw one of his games, he had like twelve rebounds. I said, oh, okay, let me see how many of these are offensive re-. All twelve of them are on the defensive glass. Hmm. So they rebound defensively and They don't get very many offensive rebounds. So I think the Razorbacks will be in good shape. Main thing is get out there, get those nerves from being in the NCAA tournament out of your system. It's an early game. I like that. I love eleven forty five early game get an early tip, and uh, take care of business, uh, get a win, and then move on to the, to, to the round of 32.
0: we we'll continue our discussion with Matt Zimmerman here in just a segment, Folks, we've been telling you about Bilt Bar and the best-tasting protein bar on the market really for a while now. Bilt Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now... Is the time to find out which built bar is the best for built bar madness. So the best thing about this whole deal is that you get to choose exactly which flavor of the built bar you like the most. So go to builtbar.com and use, or go to their, they have a Twitter account too. I keep forgetting about the Twitter account built underscore bar on Twitter. Check them out too and be able to vote on which you think is the best built bar. And you remember to use promo code locked fifteen to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's Locked15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting bar at BuiltBar.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Speaking with Coach Matt Zimmerman of the Razorback IMG broadcast here on Out of Bounds, 103.7, the buzz, and the Cartier World Hotline. All right, Coach, I know that Eric Musselman's focused on Colgate, but we can kind of look ahead and just kind of see uh, what the field looks like as far as the region of Arkansas. So, given the region and given the fact that the Baylor's the one seed, Ohio State's the two seed, and playing the assuming game that Arkansas can go on a little run, what do you make of the rest of this region and some potential matchups that Arkansas could be facing?
1: I, I just really like the bracket, the erasure. I look at I look at all the, the number three seats. that I would, I mean, nothing's easy. It's being determined. So, you're, you know, you can't sit there and say, I well, we're gonna win this one's a blowout, this one's a blowout, this one. It's just it doesn't work out quite as simple as that. But I look at all the other the other three number three seeds
0: and I'm like, hey, I like
1: I like our spot. I like our spot as much compared to them. You know, Texas Tech won't be easy. Um, Texas Tech is not the same team they were two years ago when they made the national championship game. It's all new roster, it's different players. Coach Beard is still there and he's a good coach, but they've had to win a lot of games in the fifties sixties this year. Scoring has been a uh, difficult. For them at times. And when you look at Texas Tech, just like you can say for most people in their losses, Texas Tech has really, really struggled to score the basketball. They don't shoot it. We played that team in their national runner-up. That was a uh, Get Gafford's uh, sophomore year. We went to Tech and lost, I think, by three in a close game. Tech went on to the national championship game. That team, Tech would guard the heck out of you, but they had a lot they had four or five guys that could really score. And and this tech team struggles. Mac McClung's good they got a couple other guys that are good mid-range guys, but they just don't have that explosive scoring. If the Hogs could go into that game, game two, if you beat Colgate, go in there and get hot against Tech, I think you're in pretty good shape. I'm not convinced we will play Texas Tech because, you know, I like to sit up late at night and watch ball games, and I have seen Utah State four or five times this year. And Utah State is dangerous because they got some shooters. And they've got some guys that will crash those boards. They rebound hard and they'll get after you a little bit. And Utah State, if Texas Tech struggles to to score like they have at times, I'm not, I'm not sure they'll beat Utah State. And so I know everyone just looks at paper. Well, in in the second round, we'll be playing Texas Tech to go to the sweet 16. I'm not sure of that. And that's not a slight against Texas Tech. That's just more of a compliment to Utah State. I think they're pretty good. And, uh, you know, they, they, they do a good job there. They're always they had pretty good teams at Utah State. And so I think that, that will be interesting. One of my upset picks, I think I think Purdue is a very good team. I would not surprise me if Purdue, if they could get to the game, can knock off Baylor. I really think Purdue could beat Baylor. And Baylor has not played as well since they've come back from that. They now they went to West Virginia after they came back off off the COVID and they had a great win at West Virginia. West Virginia is another team that's kind
0: of has
1: kind of fell off a little bit in the last couple of weeks. So I just can't gauge how great of a team Baylor is right now. They At first, they look like world beaters, just like in Zaga did November, December into January, but they don't look like that now. And I think Purdue, Purdue's a veteran, and they have been tested, and they play physical, and they're going to guard. They're going to really guard you. In a game like Purdue and Baylor, a lot of it will come down to who's calling the game. You know, it's not going to be any Big Ten officials. It's not going to be any uh, Big 12 officials. So it might be SEC officials, or, you know, it's going to be maybe one SEC guy and one Big East guy and one Pac-12 guy calling that game. So, you know, uh, it'll depend on how the game's called a lot, how you adjust to those officials. And uh, but I think Purdue could be a, could be a surprise there. I'd love to be playing Purdue to go to the Final Four. That would be a beautiful thing. Ohio State's got a good team. Um, they've been very up and down. Very up and down. They're not a they're not a two seed that you look at and say, I don't want to mess with Ohio State. And there's been some Ohio, there's been some teams over the years, you look at two seeds they're usually loaded. And you look at those guys, you know, uh to me Ohio State's not Alabama. You know, I just don't see that. And I think they'll be, you know, probably a pretty tough team. They're not real big. They've got they got some pretty good athletes. But um, you know, that would that would be a maybe a, a good matchup in the final eight. But
0: I think a game that the Hawks could, could win. So Coach, That's a lot of information I just threw out in the quick time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of information. You always
1: give us a lot of information. So, Coach, um, outside the South region, though,
0: have you identified any teams, and outside those big teams and, you know, the top seeds, a team that could possibly go on a run? Well,
1: like I said, I do think that Purdue and that one um, – Across the other three, you know, brackets, um, there are just so many really, really, really in- interesting games to me that I just cannot wait to see. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Um, like just games like random games like UConn and Maryland. I was thinking about that. I think they're in the in the East. I'm like, man, that that will be a that that will be an awesome game. You know, because uh, they are kind of evenly matched teams. Um, St. Bonaventure is another team who's really good. You know they get in the first game. LSU, they get LSU, and I, and 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 in defensive LSU. I thought LSU was a seven. If things went right, LSU might. I mean LSU, eleven and six in the SEC now. SEC's a good league. Eleven and six, and they did okay in the non-conference, and they had some good wins. I thought their win at Missouri late uh, in the last regular season game, when they went to Columbia and won. And would get them up to a seven or and then when they played well in the conference tournament, you know, and they beat uh I wasn't sure they beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss was playing for the NBA tournament. Ole Miss has got everything on the line. They still couldn't beat L S U. LSU beat Ole Miss at Ole Miss and they beat him in that SEC tournament, a game LSU didn't have to have. And then they turn around and beat one of the hottest teams in the country, the Arkansas Razorbacks, and then they're an inbounds play scoring a bucket from winning the SEC tournament title, and they get stuck with that seed. I thought it was rough. I thought it was rough. I think they're an example of the committee not worrying about a conference tournament that much. Sometimes conference tournaments do bump you up in the eyes of the committee. I think LSU, what do you think they were going into into the conference tournament? I think they're probably an eight or a nine now. You know, And after the Missouri game, I thought maybe they can get to a seven. But not only the committee was like, no, definitely not a seven. Oh, they made it to the conference tournament championship game in a good league? And they they almost won, but they still got they got a tough seed. They got a tough draw. Saint Bonaventure is a hard matchup. They are well coached, and that will be a very difficult game for, for, for LSU. Um, Texas is playing pretty good, and I'm not in love with Texas's team, but I, I, I from seeing them play together, they look like the best. You know, they were fighting each other almost in the uh, you know on the bench this season and stuff. You know and They, they, they seem to be kind of getting along, and they they could be a team that could that could make a good run. I don't think when it's all when one shining moment plays, in my opinion, Gonzaga, Baylor, um, I I don't I don't see them being the the national champs.
0: Well, coach, we know that you were a part of a coaching staff that had gone through the NCAA tournament and had gone through. The, the protocols and everything. Now, obviously, this year is going to be a little different because of COVID. But take us behind the scenes of what that's like as a coaching staff and as a team going through the NCAA tournament. And then when you win one, going through the next game and the next round, just kind of take us through some of the behind the scenes on what all goes on from the coaching perspective in these NCAA tournaments.
1: Well, it's, it's so good. They're in a different mindset than, than we are sitting here talking about you know all these other games. I mean, all they are, and it's coach talk, but, but all they can wear it. They can't, they don't have to be, when the Razorbacks won it in 94, they didn't have to beat all 63 teams. you just got to beat six of them. And it it, it don't even have to be the six best ones. It's just the six that you're lined up to play in that bracket. And so for the Hogs, it's just about beating Colgate, and you're in the round of 32. Colgate. Colgate. Colgate, that's the Raiders. Like the Oakland Raiders. All you gotta do is beat Colgate, and you're in the round of 32. So that's what they're dialed in on, and you just get so consumed in that opponent. That's all you think about, and then there'll be a couple of assistants that'll start sneaking ahead, and one of, them, one of the assistants will be preparing for Texas Tech, and another assistant will be preparing for Utah State. But that's all you're focused on, and you get that win against Colgate, and you just and you don't even enjoy it till midnight on Friday because it's a quick turnaround. You win that game Friday, you're just ecstatic. For like an hour, and you are you are full bore into into Texas Tech or Utah State, or if their game is being played after, getting to watch that game and scouting the heck out of that game, and you're just dialed in. And normally, you get the benefit of winning those first two games. And I've been on staffs; we've done that, and you get to come home, and you get all the adulation of your fans for you know say say you went on us on Sunday. And you come home, you get on that charter, you get back Sunday night, you're in sweet sixteen. And you get to be home and you get to practice and you get to feel the love from everybody for, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then you then you head out again. You leave again for the sweet sixteen. So now they're gonna be up there and quarantine and not coming home, which is a good thing. They can stay up there and rest, get their minds right, and get ready for Ohio State or whoever it's gonna be in, in the sweet sixteen. So, you know, I'm planning on taking about 20 pair of drawers up there because that's how long I plan on being there. And uh, it's it's a great opportunity for a team like the Razorbacks who are good. You know, that's the reward of a great season. You don't have LSU seed. We've been in LSU's boat before. You don't have to play a, a, a tough, hard nosed team like St. Bonnie in the first round and then turn around and have to play a Michigan. You don't have to do that. You know, we, we, the road is set. And there won't be easy games. Texas Tech or Utah State, that will not be easy. But those are games the Razorbacks can win, absolutely. You know, and so I, I just think it's uh, the team. They should be able to stay healthy. They're not, you know, they're not doing a ton of, you know, they'll practice a little bit. They're gonna be in a hotel room a lot. And hey, John and Joe, a big part of what happens is the teams that handle that hotel and that bubble life the teams that can that can handle that the best. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah and and I, I don't think it's hard you're in the luxury like a five-star hotel you know it's, it's not like you're in a log cabin out in the woods you know quarantined. I mean you're, you're in a beautiful place Indiana's Indianapolis is a nice city they won't be out seeing much of it but it's it, it's conducive environment and a team like the hogs it's a fairly fairly mature team. Because you got these three fifth year guys that are older. I know Vance doesn't play sometimes. Sometimes he does. But Justin, Jalen, older guys. he's older. Even Connor. You know that's a that's a you know that's an older kid. Now JD's a fourth year junior. These are older guys, and the freshmen like Moses. Moses to me is like an old soul. I mean, he might as well be thirty five years old. He's calm. He's reserved. You know, he's he's, he's a mature kid. And so I think that that bodes well for this
0: team. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. For any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.
1: You are locked on Razorbacks. Daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.